1: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to use other people's money and build a multi-million pound property portfolio? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about. In today's episode, I am going to introduce you to what's called the trust model and also how to network your way to massive success so you have a money flow coming into your business. This is what investors are looking for. They wanna have a good understanding of what the terms are to the deal. How long are they gonna be invested? Who is going to do what? What is the roles and responsibilities? They're gonna wanna know, and you have gotta be clear, what is their return? Are they doing a 50-50 JV? Are you offering a fixed rate return? You know, what is the return that you're going to offer the investor? And you need to go into your consultations with your investors very clear with what you're offering. If you go in with too many options, you're gonna lose the deal. If you don't go in with confidence, you're gonna lose the deal. There's got to be a good understanding between you And the investor. The investors are going to want to understand how the process works from start to finish. Once they understand this, it's like a big tick. It's like, "Mm, okay, you've explained it to me well. I understand who's involved. I understand the power team. I understand the types of deals you're looking at. I understand the area. I understand how my investment's going to work, how it's going to mature. So the more you can explain it in simple layman terms. You don't need to over-complicate it with investors. Just keep it very simple. Remember, the investors want to feel like they trust you. The investors wanna feel comfortable dealing with you. So you have to come across with some confidence, yeah? You know, you've gotta have a bit of conviction. You've gotta make the, the, the investors feel comfortable. And you do that through following this. Security maybe the investor's gonna know what sort of security is involved and i've explained in previous videos that normally on a loan agreement there's no security but hey you could sometimes give a personal guarantee you could if you need to give first or second charge or an rx1 if you're doing a 50 50 jv then the security is in the piece of land or the building or the house that you are buying. But investors are gonna wanna know that their funds, um, how are their funds secured, if they're secured or not secured. And in many cases, I say to investors, say, look, I wouldn't do anything with your money that I wouldn't do with my own. You're in safe hands. We've got a good reputation. Okay, we've also got skin in the game. And ultimately, trust is really really important how do you build that trust you build the trust through what we call touch points through connection through being yourself follow this trust model be thinking right what are the terms for this deal what's the return i can pay out let me make sure the client the investor fully understands the process is there or is there not any type of security but hey even when it comes to security the fact that they're investing in you or me that gives people peace of mind because you are good at what you do so we're going to look at what is and the power of networking how to develop your 60 second elevator pitch where to network and find jv partners and ultimately how to network your way to success. And I'm gonna be sharing with you some really good key KPIs that you need to be following in order to build up your network. Um, You know, I've been investing for many years now, I've been networking for many years, I love making new connections, you just don't know who you're talking to. You just don't know where that first deal or that first investor is going to come from. So let's have a look at networking. Networking is a supportive system of sharing information and services among individuals and groups having a common interest. And what's really important is that you need to make sure that everything is a win-win. You want to be seeing where can both parties add the value, okay? And typically, when you go to a networking event, you are sharing a common interest. You wanna learn about investing, you wanna learn about property, you wanna get your money working for you. Maybe you're at a charity event, so you've got some common interest. And what I find is really important with investors when you're networking, you wanna get to know that person as best as you possibly can. So let me share with you some KPIs that I want you to follow moving forward. Number one, I want you to attend one networking event per week, just one. It's really not that difficult. If you are like truly committed to this, you can get your backside to a networking event once a week you can go in the morning before you start work you can go in the evening when you finish work you can even go and do it at the weekends and you also get online networking events, where if you really can't make it out, then you can join an online networking event as well. Now, this may mean that you have to make a few sacrifices, right? You may have to stop watching EastEnders, stop meeting your mates down the pub once a week. But hey, you are committed, correct? You are committed at doing whatever it takes. So get yourself to one networking event a week. Number two, attend a mixture of property and business type networking events. You've got entrepreneur events, you've got charity events. Any type of gathering where there's people is an opportunity for you to go and tell people who you are and what you do. Now, when you're at this event, I want you to make a point of introducing yourself to five new people. I see a couple of people at events from time to time, they hand out all their business cards, they're like 30, 40, 50 people. That's annoying, it's not effective, and it's not gonna get you anywhere. I prefer quality over quantity. And typically a networking event is going to be around two to three hours. And when I go networking, I pretty much where possible, I make sure I'm the first person there so I can meet people as they're coming into the networking event and have your teas and coffees and your little sweets on the side and really get to know people. You then normally got the event itself, which is maybe 90 minutes to two hours. And then you'll always have time at the end to go and meet people in the bar and get a bite to eat. So try and maximise the entire time that you have available at a networking event. Like, you know, if you just go in and go out and you don't speak to anyone, well, that's not really effective. So during your one, two, three hours, make a point of making five new connections and exchange business cards. But what's more important is to book in two coffees with two new people while you're at the event, okay? This is important. Do you have any idea how you book in a coffee? Just have a think. How do you book in a coffee, right? Yeah, you've got it. You just ask. So if I'm speaking to someone at a networking event, I might say to them hey look you know this has been a really good conversation i definitely feel there's some synergy there between us i definitely feel i can help you it would be lovely to meet at some point in the next week or two hey would you fancy coming for a coffee yeah the chances of them saying no is very slim okay and if they say no then they're not the sort of person you want to have a coffee with anyway right the chances are they're going to say yeah i'd love to have a coffee and what you do is you say great hey get your phone out now and literally i say get your phone out and i get my phone out and you know initially i said like one or two weeks right? What I want to do is I want to get that coffee booked in as quickly as possible. So I might say, mm, "Yeah, let me just look in my calendar." Um, hey, a- a- actually, actually, um, John, um, I've, I've got I've got a couple of slots free in the next couple of days. Hey, when's good for you? Tuesday or Wednesday? Ah, oh, Wednesday's good for me, Liam. Great. Morning or afternoon? Ah, oh, I can do morning. Ten or eleven? Ten o'clock. Starbucks or Costa Coffee? Starbucks. Great, John, I'll see you Wednesday 10 o'clock at Starbucks. That's how you book the coffees in. It's really important because the magic happens over the coffee, and then what you do is you follow up the morning after with an email and or a phone call with the five new contacts you had. Now imagine this. You go to one networking event per week for the next eight weeks. How many new contacts are you gonna make? You're gonna make 40 new contacts. That's 40 people in your database that you can call and email out really good content. From those 40 people, you would have booked in 16 coffees. Now look, if you go and have 16 coffees with like-minded people that you've met at a networking event Do you think you're gonna raise a bit of joint venture finance? Of course you will. The problem is people don't have the coffees. They just collect all the business cards, the business cards go home, it goes in the top drawer and they just gather dust, okay? Uh, this is something which Kevin D'Souza did. He's one of my graduates. We're actually doing a deal with Kevin D'Souza, now a, a project in Lauten where we're building 14 flats and a commercial space. That's one of the wonderful things about getting onto the property, uh, well, by, by getting onto our property and um, business academy is that we have the potential to do jet deals with you. Um, Kevin done lots and lots and lots of networking. He got lots of business cards and he called me, he said, Liam, He said, this networking thing isn't working. I said, what do you mean it's not working? What are you doing? He said, I've gone to so many networking events. He said, I've got so many business cards. I said, right, how many phone calls have you made afterwards? He went, no, no, I haven't made any phone calls. I said, right, for the next few weeks, you are banned from networking. I said, go and get your two or 300 business cards and start making the phone calls. What I wanna share with you now is a real big top tip. The magic is in the follow-up. The magic is in the follow-up. You have to follow people up with phone calls and emails. You have to be proactive in getting in front of these people. When you sit with someone and you connect and you get to know them and you explain what you do and you're selling yourself, you're selling your services and you find a solution for their problem, these people will invest with you. So yes, I am correct. It really is possible to build a multi-million pound property portfolio using none of your own money. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. I really, really appreciate you all. If you could subscribe and also leave me a review, I would much appreciate that. And hey, why not listen to another episode right now?
0: You're listening to The Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, liam ryan discover how to start scale and grow your business become a better negotiator create more opportunity and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams